Yeah, but you know what? That that's one of the things that I noticed that people, I don't know if they appreciate it or love it, but they seem to like that. And that just seems the way to seems the way to move ahead. Like when you're working on a job like that. I believe you know, like that they value that. Twofold issue though, because we have like this like the previous generations, I say uh Gen Gen X, millennials, boomers, blah, blah, blah. They have we all kind of exist in this asshole bubble where it's like we just know that everything is survival of the fittest. But then you got the generations behind us who can't handle that level of fucking aggression. They don't understand aggression in that way. You know what I'm saying? Like I even grew up in the WWE, WWF ruthless aggression era, where that was like their message, ruthless aggression. And mm-hmm. that resonated with me because I understood exactly what it meant. I played sports, I knew what it meant to have ruthless aggression. That means that you are you are aggressive against all odds. You know what I'm saying? That means there's no there's no stopping you. That means that no matter what the challenges you face, you are going to get it get to that finish line. You're going to run that ball across the line. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make that final shot. Ruthless aggression means that a motherfucker could elbow you on the court and you're going to get your foul shots off. Yeah. At yeah. all costs. You all do what you have to at all costs. So we live in a day and age now where it's like certain people kind of, I guess people need that, need to feel that energy. But we also live in a day and age where that energy is kind of like frowned upon, dude. It's like to be ruthlessly aggressive. If, if I was truly in my, in my aggressive mode at all times, dude, I would probably be fired. You see what I'm saying? Because that's, that's, just, that's just a truth of it, though, because if I don't turn it down, I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how to get along with you because I'm always in attack mode. I'm always in attack mode. But the thing is, bro, is like, it was a point in time where the, the threshold was high as shit for that. You know what I'm saying? Me- meanwhile, we have new people, new generations of people entering the workforce who are not at all versed in what that even looks like, smells like, tastes like, any of that. All they know is I'm getting a job. They make good money that I don't like to be delegated to because my parents didn't delegate to me like that. So when you get a situation where you got this, this manager who is 100% um, focused on outcomes. That's the way I'll put it. You're focused on the outcome because you're, you're responsible for the outcome. So you're, you're, you don't care about whether or not a person got enough sleep. That ain't your responsibility. Mm-hmm. You're, they, they're responsible for making sure they get enough sleep. So they show up to work and they're all tired. They're all lethargic, but you're trying to get this outcome. You're trying to get results. Now you got to fucking have this conversation with a person who's not necessarily as aggressive as you about getting that outcome because all they care about is their outcome. All they care about is the personal aspect as opposed to the team aspect. And I think that's where the problem kind of manifests because people have like a people separate the personal and the and the team, and you have a situation in place where you like I'll say like it's crazy to say it. I'll say like uh, the black community, like our, our community used to be very community based. Everybody knew each other. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, knew who Miss Parker was up the block. Everybody knew who Mr. Jones was up the block. Everybody knew that this is her son or this is his son and that this motherfucker get out of line. I know who to go to, to talk about what he did so we can get him back on track. Yeah, everybody knew who were the, who were the elders on the block and who to take care of and, and goes look, look out for. That was the team component. That was the community component. That was the the village. 
now everybody's uh individualized everybody want their own individual outcomes everybody wants that so now it's like you don't talk to my child that way you don't you don't talk to me that way blah 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 they're not looking at well maybe i'm just talking to you like this <laughs> i want us as a unit to achieve this particular benchmark or this goal but because you're not on the same page you're holding all of us back or you're holding us hostage to your own emotional state a lot of people don't think about it like that bro a lot of people just be moving on the selfish side at all times everything be so selfish but they don't have no real they don't have no value to it because it's not there's no there's no up to it other than a paycheck yeah it's not helping it's not helping the movement and it, there used to be a time where if a person was being that lethargic or lazy or they didn't feel like being at work we tell them to just go home just go home there yeah get the hell out get on, go on out of here get you some rest go home go if you need a better job, yeah, I support that as well. Yep, you need a reference. I remember, I remember working with one guy, and uh, he was a manager at another job, not where I, where I currently am, but at another job. And he told he told a couple of the people they was like, "Man, I'm just not feeling good today, or, or whatever." He said, "You haven't been feeling good for the last couple of days, so why don't you just take some time off? Why don't you just take the next few days off? I'll take you out the schedule, and you figure it out." You know what I mean? And when they came back a couple of weeks later with that same attitude, he's like, look, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. No one's forcing you to come to work and do this job. So it, since that's the case, how about this? How about you just work on getting you in a job and you use me as a reference? And he was he was more of that way. Now, he was more he wasn't an asshole in the way that me and you could be the people or people that we have seen on jobs or people in real life that really just know how to just be just be, you know, <laughs> Just, just, just be over the top with it or whatever it is. But he, he knew how to get his point across. But now, like you're saying, there are people out here who, who just like the go alone to get along. But, but for me, if you're gonna be a hindrance, why be here? That's all I'm saying. Because I'm not, I, it's, I'm not, it's not me trying to serve the Kool Aid that I drank. Because I ain't drinking the Kool Aid. I just understand the recipe. You see what I'm saying? I understand what this, what they're, what they're asking of me. And I'm willing to do what I need to do to deliver that, the results that they're asking me to deliver. Absolutely. They're not asking me to do anything more than they're asking you to do. All they're asking you to do additionally is just follow me. So if all you got to do is follow me, <clears throat> push against me or whatever, let's get the outcome. Fucking outcome. Because of everything, because anything else is a, is a fucking excuse. If you don't actually get the outcome, if you can't deliver the outcome and you got all the resources and tools in front of you and you still don't manage to get it, then that means it's got to be an excuse attached to it. It's got to be on you. And then you know what they say about excuses. Those are tools used by the, uh, was it the lazy or the incompetent or something like that? I forgot, I forgot how the saying goes. Like a tool, a tool used by the, by the incompetent who, who can't come up with a reason. No, and there, and there you have it. But you know, yeah. So in in those situations, like I, I people being and I, I, the the aggression, right? The ruthless aggression. So you get into that aspect, and we, we we can't be ruthless when we get up and go to work. Like if if I went in there doing that, and people did that back to me, people are gonna get drug out of there. Like someone, people aren't people aren't gonna make it home if like we were all being a, a straight aggressive and, and turning our man our manhood all the way all the way the fuck up at work. You're not gonna get the, the best result because you got one guy yelling at another guy who don't want to yell back and he's probably gonna slap you in the face. 
That's true. So then you got guys who are just trying to substitute that or 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 translate that into doing a job that that's effective for people. So some guys end up being assholes. Now at my current job, I don't have to I don't have to work with no asshole really, or maybe I don't know. I, I don't even pay no attention. But with the, the people that are like that I work, I, I man, I, I do my job and I go home, man. Like I don't even I don't pay no I don't pay no mind to that. I my, my main thing is, is as long as you don't interfere with what I have going on and me doing my job and me go, and, and and getting everything done, I don't care. I don't have much to say to you because I, I just want to do I want to do these tasks that I do every day and I want to get the fuck up out of there and I want to do that at a good level or a great level. And there are days where I I don't peak high, right? Because you know everybody got their own shit going on, but I don't drag it out at work and go, man, I'm not feeling this today and oh this is this is what's worrying me or woe is me or cut me some slack. If I'm there, I'm going to perform. Yep. And when, and sometimes you be at work and there be there's people there who. Who can't even do that, man. They give you excuses. Oh, I didn't sleep last night. Well, me neither, shit. And I'm the, I'm the guy that needs to sleep. A lot of people don't have that in them. This, I had to learn this shit early, bro. Like some people, some people are, are it's all pantomiming. Some people kind of like portray the role. Some people kind of look like they can play the part. But when it comes to actual execution, some people just don't have it in them because they don't have any of the tools in place in their life that actually makes them that person. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, you, you, you box. You know what I'm saying? You are a boxer. You 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 learned a certain skill set that can be ap- applicable in other areas because mm-hmm. it's more than, it's more than just the physical attributes that made you. You know what I'm saying? Effective in that. It's the same thing with me. It's like I I have to like I told you earlier. I have to apply what I learned. You know what I'm saying? Being a part of groups, making music, blah blah blah. I have to apply that in a way where it's more useful in other areas than just the the quintessential music making areas so when i apply what i know it's impressive to anybody else who don't know nothing about what i'm doing you know what i'm saying because i have a different work ethic my work ethic is derived from something that that comes from previous experience in other fields you know what i'm saying other areas it could be some shit that i just did leisurely it could have been just a fucking hobby but i'm so effective effective and efficient at executing that that it's easy for me to just plug and play some of these different attributes in the in the corporate world and a lot of people don't have that. Like, like I think we were talking off before we started recording. People are just walking into these jobs with no with no real experience or, or no real life experience. So they're coming in with no know-how, no ingenuity on how to do nothing. Absolutely. And then you got some people that have been there for five years and still don't know how to how to put something together and use their own ingenuity to make things go and make things run. You know, where we're coming from, like you said. Their first five years on a job. So all they know is how to be delegated to. They don't know how to apply themselves and, and put something in place so they can become more efficient and more of a value to the team. You know what I'm saying? And in the stuff that we use, where whether it be for you, the uh, the music side or the art side, and me, uh, the art side or the music side or, or whatever it is I may have done, even down to to using my hands to, 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 uh, to be a pugilist. Even in that... Even in that arena, you still have to use your brain. Your brain is the most important thing that you have. The skills will will show, but it's the brain. It's the determination. It's the ingenuity to say, all right, he's doing this. Let me do this. All right, he's doing that. Let me do that. All right, I'm down on points. Well, I feel like I need to come back. Well, I need to push the pace. Here are things that I need to do. People, A lot of people don't have it. Certain people don't even have common sense on a job to do to get things done. 
some people are easily intimidated by like things that are outside of their wheelhouse. So it's like, if you function in a, in a realm where you, you have to always problem solve, then you're probably great at applying that in other areas. When you, when you exist in a realm where you, most things are always solved by somebody else for you, then you kind of, you struggle when it's your turn to be the one to solve those problems. A lot of people, man, I got people on my team. We, we carry uh, hand radios and shit. If somebody needs some help from a mechanic or some shit like that, get on the radio, call a, a mechanic. Everybody's not mechanically inclined, so I don't expect everybody to just solve all of their own problems. But there are some people who've been doing this job for a couple of decades and all they know is call a mechanic. So simple as reset, start. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just chalk it up to just a, a lifetime of, of being complacent or, or a lifetime of just being allowed to be complacent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's my job to kind of set the benchmarks for what is and isn't allowed on my team. You see what I'm saying? If I want a certain outcome, if I want a certain result, if I want people to work a, a, at a particular pace, I have to set the example. And that means that I have to set the bar. But I'm not the I'm not their first manager. There was a there were managers before me, so whatever they allowed, whatever was the allowance of of complacency and shit like that, that was what that's what they're going off of, and they're they're gonna push back against me until there's no more pushback left to give, and then they're gonna fall in line with what I'm doing because all they got left is what I got talk got to talk about. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about like the understanding of what the roles are in these ro- in these realms of work. Because a lot of people don't, a lot of people just think that, again, people think it's all plug and play. They think a person just, they think I'm going to adapt to them. You see what I'm saying? They think but that's not what's, that's not what's required. It's not re- exactly. Because actually what they got going on is a reduction of my skill set. And I'm never supposed to reduce my skill set to match them. I'm supposed to bring them to me. I'm not even supposed to, I'm not even supposed to consider meeting them where they at. I'll talk to them and I'll get to know them individually and I get to find out where, where their struggles are and where their strong suits are. So I can kind of have, find that balance, but I'm never supposed to just, cause it looks horrible on me if I meet them where they're at and then I become just as passive as they are or, Stagnant. or, or my ruthlessness and my aggression starts to dwindle because what got me here is the ruthless aggression. Right. And now you're being stagnant. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just one of those things. And again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not one to drink the Kool-Aid when it comes to corporate bullshit, because I know what this shit is. It's all about whoever makes the most money up top and who can get them the, the results that they want. They'll give you some bullshit participation trophies here and there. They'll give you some, uh, some awards for uh, whatever the cor- corporation considers to be their, their value points, blah, blah, blah. But none of that shit truly matters in the, in the grand scheme of things, because guess what? I guarantee you the CEO ain't waiting on a motherfucking participation trophy. He waiting on his bonus. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So at the, at the end of the day, it's about the money for everybody. And it's, as soon as you get distracted by anything other than that, you've already fallen off. Yeah, that, that'd be my main thing, man. Let me get in here, put in the time, get as much done throughout the course of the day, and then get out of here. Yep. And, and doing that in the process of that, the, the other thing that you have to deal with, and for those who are listening, is you you may have to work with other people that are going to hold you back or slow you down. So when you're dealing with individuals like that, sometimes you just have to 
you have to have a repetition of going back and asking to get the asking them to get things done over and over and over again, even if they don't like it to the point where they, you know, that there may be an issue, but I have to do it. Yep. I have to do it. You know, I have to sit there sometime and, and wait on motherfuckers, you know, just, just to make sure that they, we do get this shit done because it's a part of, it's a part of my job. And it's a requirement that the stuff gets done. If I don't do it, I get audited. And when I get audited, I can't come to them with the excuse where they told me, no, they were too busy. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. No one wants to hear that. That their their only mindset is, this needs to be done. Make sure it gets done yep. in, in a timely manner before a certain amount of time or a certain period. So and your excuses um, don't matter. No, nah, no excuses matter to them in in those in those situations. And again, if you're gonna be on a job, man, just do the do it to the to the best of your ability, and and keep keep on pushing, keep on going, man. I, I, look. I understand there are days where you don't want to be there. There are days where you don't want to deal with certain people, but you're there and you're there to do a job and you have to perform. You know, it don't matter for me, even with cutting up video, cutting up these videos. When I sit my dump, when I sit my ass down to do these videos, I sit there, I turn everything off and I may turn on some music and keep it low, but I'm doing my videos and I'm doing it to 12, one, two in the morning sometimes until I, you know, until I can't do it no more. But it has to be done because ain't nobody else going to do it. So when people get up and they talk about they going to work and they don't want to be there or, you know, it, it, the job sucks. Well, find something else that you can do that you can get paid. Other than, other than that, keep on being where you are and shut the fuck up and work. Get this shit over with. We all there for a reason. And the Thank reason you. is what? We want to get paid. Bro, I swear to God, man. It's like, I think I told you this before. It's like, it's like, I work with a bunch of, I work with a variety of people. And the bulk of the people who I know who don't necessarily show up to work half the time. Do I need to say it? <laughs> Do they look like us? Nope. Nope, not at all. They and they they make sure they paperwork and all that shit supports their, you know what I'm saying, and their desire to not be there. And, I, and everybody got the right to do that. You see what I'm saying? We live in a system that kind of supports that. We got to, and so I'm not, I'm not, it's not even about that aspect of it. But my idea when it comes to that is the fact that when you don't have the, when you don't have the, the leverage, when you don't have the tool set, when you don't have the, the driving and the motivation to actually get you to the next part of your, the next phase of your goals, you always gonna find a way to, to duck out of it. You know what I'm saying? But when you actually motivated by something, you always gonna be like, you know what, shit, it's just a check. Let me go ahead and get this next bag. Let me go ahead and check this next bag. Let me keep, you know what I'm saying? You stay motivated. And yeah. you you, and it's always exponential growth. You're never gonna minimize your growth. You're never gonna be like, man, that wasn't but an extra $20. Now nah, you're gonna be like, yeah, that was an extra $20 right there. That's $20 that I wasn't gonna get if I didn't apply this. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, especially when you know where you come from, when you come from damn near nothing, you know what I'm saying? When you know that your parents fucking grinded their ass off at the at the bottom and you actually doing so much more better. Yeah, and the op the opportunities are far and few in between. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, you would you would take you would take you would take pride in a certain level of respect in doing that job to make sure that it's done correctly. But yeah. again, again, like you have to have that in you and it, and it has to be a part of you yep. to make that type of shit happen and make that type of shit go on, man. But Dude, I'd be at work and they'd be doing that. 
Like, man, I'm like, why y'all think the assholes fuck with y'all so much? The people that are assholes, why y'all think they bother y'all to get shit done so much? Because you are keeping them from reaching a goal. And the assholes have a goal that's attached to your work. Yeah. And if you didn't matter, they wouldn't even fuck with you. Nope. And if you understood that you actually do matter, you would take your job a little bit more seriously. Yeah. The other part of that is, is a lot of y'all can't be business owners based on your, your performance and attitude at work. You'll never be a boss. You'll never be a manager. You know what I'm saying? They always talk to, and that, those are the ones that always talk the boss shit. Mm-hmm. The ones that always talk their boss shit. Like, you can't be a boss and on vacation all the time. You can't be a boss and you always absent from work. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You got to be always out. complaining. Complaining about shit. How you complaining? You ain't even here. Every time you hear is when you complain and you're taking another 15 days off of. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Who are you doing? Yeah. You don't have no boss mentality. You, you don't know. And, and the reason why the bosses are where they are is because they worked their ass off. They did. They, they put in the time. They put in the hours. They made the right connections. They, they did everything they were supposed to do. They met everybody that they were supposed to meet. They, they did. Strong. Yeah. They and, strong, and they did so much to get to that point that now where they are, it's solidified. So they look at you. And I'll be telling, I tell people that I work with, I was like, man, y'all think that they start, some of them guys really started at that point. They started, they started at the bottom where you started at. They just saw, they saw the gaps and they worked their way through the gap. Yeah. Football, nigga, if you're the running back, find the gap. You ain't gonna do that. You ain't gonna run directly to the tackle and then complain that the game ain't fair. No. Gaps. Find the (laughs) gaps, fill the gaps, fill the holes. And, and, and the problem, well, not the problem, but I was telling somebody that I was like, man, this person that we work in here with that started off as a security guard, man. And they got a very high position in, in, in here now. And y'all sitting here telling me about, about uh, uh, your position and, and they don't, you know what I'm saying? They, they seem like a bad person or you don't, you know, uh, they don't do this or they don't do that. Man, they trying to do their fucking job and they not going to bother you unless what you're doing is interfering with their job. Facts. Facts. It's a dude on my team. It's funny you said the security. It's a dude on my team. He was a security guard, and he ended up uh, getting getting a position out on the production line and shit like that. And he probably one of the strongest fucking mechanics on my team. And he ain't even no motherfucking mechanic. Mm. Like early thirties, late twenties, early thirties. But he like he rarely get on the radio and call for help because he's fixing his own problems. And I told him straight up, I said, you know, you'd like the prototype for exactly what this company want from everybody that's in your position, bro. And he was like, yeah, I picked up on that. And he was like, and I even told him, I said, the mechanics mad that you don't even call them because that keeps them from, you know what I'm saying, getting called out for not doing anything. I said, but the thing is, is they supposed to be coaching, the mechanics supposed to be coaching all the other technicians to be like you, bro. The mechanics are supposed to, are supposed to come through and fix the shit that you can't fix but you're supposed to fix everything else. Everything that you know how to, if you want to keep your line running and you know it's within your grasp, do that shit. Cause that minimizes touches. Cause mechanics come over there when there's downtime. When you know that you, when you can't get this motherfucker back up and running, that's when you call them. But we got motherfuckers over there. As soon as the motherfucking lights start flashing, I need a mechanic and blah, blah, blah. I need a mechanic for this. I need a mechanic. For, like, God damn. So if you were a person like me, you would be inquisitive. You would want to know shit. You'd be like, yo, why does this light come on? And what do I do when it comes on or to prevent it from coming on? Yep. All the time. That's the way you're supposed to be. They're supposed to be over there like, and that's another thing. Like, a motherfucker will call the mechanic and then walk away when the mechanic starts working. That's opposed to like asking them questions like, 
uh, so what, what caused that? Or what can I do to prevent this from occurring again? Or when you're done, do you mind like giving me a rundown of what you did to fix this? Most motherfuckers don't do that. Most motherfuckers just go walk off and go do some other shit, some random shit. Yeah, because I'm the guy that if I got to call, if I got to call on people, the engineers to come to come help me out with something. Like, hey, okay, can you explain to me what you did and why you, why did you have to do it? That way, I don't have to call you no more because I know you guys have other shit to do and I know y'all short staff. And then, oh no, it's no, it's no, it's no mind for you, Mister Pepper. Anything, it, it don't, it don't matter, man. We, we we don't mind coming out for you. I was like, yeah, but there are gonna be times where you guys are gonna be busy. What, it is, what is it that I can do to make sure that that don't happen again? That way I can just do it myself. And then I'll tell you to come take a look at what I did when you got some free time. So I do stuff like that, but it takes a, it takes a different type of person, man. Again, it, that comes with ingenuity, right? Yep. That, that comes with uh, using your creativity and knowing that in those situations, you still need to perform at a certain level and be involved in, in, in to make sure that you're not just doing your job, but that you're a team player and you're keeping the whole machine greased and oil well and, and everything is running at a high level. And some people don't know how to do that. For a lot of people, man, it, 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 and I get it. We live in a different day and time where people are dealing with anxiety and all this other stuff. I'm not, I'm not here to minimize anybody's experience with that. I will venture to say that a lot of these same issues existed hundreds of thousands of years ago. And I would imagine that anxiety might have been even higher for people who lived in war zones and and fucking out in the wilderness chasing animals down to try to hunt and kill them. But because a lot of that anxiety isn't really met with anything to actually satisfy the brain's need to say, hey, I'm safe, I'm good. A lot of people are just dealing with anxiety, this low level of anxiety, and there's nothing to match it but a fucking pill. And that's not helping. Not helping at all. That's like, not helping. I feel like you're not even alive if you don't feel a little bit of anxiety over something. You know what I'm saying? Your brain is out. There's an alarm in your brain telling you, hey, this is a high risk situation for you. Let's figure this out. Yeah. You, know you, you got to do something. got to do something. But if everything in your life is a high risk situation, you get anxiety from going to the grocery store or going to the gas station or whatever the fuck. And you don't even live in a dangerous neighborhood. We need to talk about something that's really happening with you. Yeah, what's going on? What, what what type of thoughts are you having? How how was your childhood growing up? But you know what? Can you imagine that being alive 60,000, 70,000, 80,000 years ago and there were animals way bigger than you? There were no streets. Everything was grass and woodland areas and bridges and things. Weren't even no street lights. No street lights, my G. All you got is the moonlight and some stars above your head. And you, and, and you still can't see. You got a torch in your hand if you're able to make fire under those conditions. Imagine that. And, and there's lions, tigers, bears, and wolves out there. And Chicago was a, a area like that. You know what I mean? So imagine trying to imagine trying to traverse or, or, or journey through that and, and the anxiety of being a man back in those times when you got to go out and hunt and bring food home to a family or to your girl or back to your, to your hut or to your teepee or whatever it was, or back to your cave or whatever. Imagine that type of anxiety. That yeah. had to be crazy. You don't even know what you're coming back to. You may come back to your shit ruined. Somebody raided your, raided your spot. Yep. Could have been a, or it could have been some animals. Yep. Come back and your family dead or some shit. Imagine that. That's why, I like, I, I'm telling you, like, we we've, we we're probably 
I believe that we reached our peak potential. And I think we do this shit every cycle, whereas like our, our species reaches its peak potential in terms of uh, overcoming a lot of these, uh, these, these ancient issues that we always face because some things never change. And because we reached our peak potential in terms of overcoming that shit, we started looking to the stars. We started looking at trying to escape this planet instead of addressing our own issues. And here we are again, trying to trying to go trying to go to Mars, trying to terraform Mars or some goofy shit like that. Like, first of all, you know how many thousands of people got to be involved to even get that shit off the ground <laughs> before it's even a feasible situation. Because if you got thousands of people to help get it started, you got to have hundreds of thousands of people to actually get it executed and actually finished and, and ready to go so that you can have millions of people actually live there. Yeah. Yeah. If that thousands of people failed and that hundreds of thousands of people don't even stand a chance. If that hundreds of thousands of people fail, then that means that nobody gets to do it. So, Correct. Because you're talking about <laughs> tests, you're talking about tests being done over and over and over again and people using wow. rockets and trials and errors and everything that has to take place just for people to get to Mars or get to the moon or just to put a satellite in outer space. You know what I mean? So you're talking about like our most, our, our easily our most expensive consumable fuel that we can create the fossil fuels that's needed to actually even create rocket fuel is like, it's just so expensive because it it caught people lives got to be at risk to even create the shit. You see what I'm saying? It, lives got to be at risk even to to dig up the shit. We don't. We it's not like we got a. We found a new fuel source and we've been using this shit for thousands of years or even hundreds of years. We're still using the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like nuclear power was invented less than a hundred years ago. But I won't even say invented. It was discovered a hundred years ago, but actually you put to some effect less than a hundred years ago, and we still don't even have a. We don't even know how to use this shit in the most stable form without killing something. Yeah. And that's that's still it's still lethal to us. Still lethal. We don't even still know. Lethal. We still haven't harnessed it. You know, we don't, we don't haven't even figured out the most practical way to use it. We're still using it like fucking cavemen. Yeah, I was just about to say that we still using it in the most uh, unproductive way. We still <laughs> be being dangerous with this shit and still creating weapons out of this shit instead of creating a solutions. You ever notice that that's one thing humans are awesome at is fucking weaponizing shit. We can't, like, we can't, we, we'll struggle at turning things into something everybody could benefit from, but we can definitely turn it into something everybody could die from. And we don't have no problem doing it. I know how to murder you. Like, man, you know what? This bottle of water right here, I could turn this bottle of water into a weapon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how we be thinking. How about I just cut it open, get rid of the water, put it in the cup, and then cut your fucking throat with it? How about I? How about I take this bottle of water and then I freeze the water in, in a blade shape and then I stab you with it. <laughs> and then now you're bleeding out and you're dead. And when people when they come and find find you, they don't even know where the weapon at because the weapon. Right. <laughs> right. Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. All right. So on the subject of one of the things I want to talk about, grief, right? 